0: I'm Jessie Aredia, and you're listening to Soul Care for the New Mom, a podcast designed with new moms in mind, where we talk about what it looks like to thrive in motherhood as the free, confident, joy-filled women God has called us to be. For today's episode and for you guys to get to hear from Stephanie Gass who is this amazing female entrepreneur success coach who just has so much wisdom to offer to women in their entrepreneurial journey. Um, I just love this conversation so much. It was so inspiring, so encouraging. We talked a lot about what it looks like to trust God with your business, what it even looks like to intertwine being a mom with pursuing a business or pursuing a dream on your heart. Um, we talked about her creation of her With God She Rises journal, what it looks like to create a podcast and to just trust God in the process of discovering what it is that you're called to do and how it is that you're called to serve. Um, I just know you guys are going to love this episode and I'm looking forward to hearing your feedback on it. But before we do dive into today's episode, I do just want to read a review real quick. It means so much to me when I get to hear new reviews. Um, So if you haven't already, I would love for you to leave a quick rating and review in iTunes. This is a great way for me to hear how the show is impacting you and how it's been encouraging you and also to help get the word out about it to other new moms. So this review right here is from Mel M. Steinbrecher and she said, I came across this podcast on what I call a bad mom day. It was 100% by happenstance and I've never related to a stranger so deeply before in my life. Download, subscribe, follow, share, do all the things to get this out there. Thank you, Mel. I really appreciate that. Um, I love just knowing how the show has influenced you, how it's been encouraging to you. It's been an honor to walk alongside so many of you and to connect with you, even. So, if we haven't connected already on Instagram, I would love to see your face over there. So, go ahead and follow me at Soul Care for the New Mom. Send me a DM. Let's chat. I want to hear more about your story, your journey, and get a chance to encourage you. So, without further ado, here is my conversation with Stephanie. Hey, Steph, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi, Jesse. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Yes, I'm very excited. And I'm especially excited because one, I've been following you on Instagram for a while. So I feel like I know you and I've been following your journey, which is there's just so many bits and pieces in it that I resonate with. So I love that. But also, I've been listening to your podcast. <gasps> I'm so
1: cool. I'm
0: really excited that you started a podcast. When you announced that you were starting that, I was like, yeah, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's about time. So I've been every week. I love all of the episodes you've been doing. They've been, they've really challenged me in a lot of ways. Um, and I'm sure we'll talk more about your show, but just to get us started, can you maybe tell our listeners a little bit more about who you are, who your family is, and just sort of what this season of life looks like for you right now?
1: Yeah, well, first of all, I'm so excited that um, you've been part of my journey, so you kind of know who I am. And for all of you listening that are new to me, I am a Christian entrepreneur success coach. So what that means is I help women uncover or tap into their soul calling, which is what I call it, and then create a platform to put their gifts into the world and monetize it using podcasting and courses. So that is what I do. And then who I am, um, I'm very, very spiritual. So I'm like that Jesus freak. Y'all know her. That's me, right? Drinking too much coffee, running after my little humans with my hot mess mom life. Like I actually have makeup on today, Jesse. It's only because I had Bible study because normally I'm brawless and flawless with my like gym hair hot mess. So this well, is rare. Okay.
0: We're looking good today. So I
1: have a sock in my bun. Do you guys remember those sock buns from like yes. five years ago? They're still a thing in my house. So that's happening. <laughs> anyway, um, and I just, my whole calling right now in this season is being authentic and being really vulnerable with all the hard things I've gone through and finally shedding that. Uh, you know, earthly belief that you have to hide what's hard because people will only look at you like you're worthy and like you're successful if you show them the good. So I challenged myself this year to drop all of the, the veils and the filters and step into my truth. And it was the hardest thing. And it's been the most liberating and life-changing. And not only did it change who I am as a person and a mother, but it also changed my business. So those of you That are We can talk about this, but really stepping into my own authenticity has been my challenge for this year, and it's been so cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's been really neat just seeing how you have been kind of lifting women up, and like you're exactly what you're saying. You're a female entrepreneur success coach. Like you're coaching women, and women's lives are being changed because of it. So can you maybe kind of go into sort of the backstory of what even – Got you here. I know it's a long story, but maybe just like the main parts of it that have led you down this road.
1: Sure. You know, it's interesting because when you're young, you are told what you're going to do by your parents, and it's because they love us and they want to protect us. And so I was raised to believe that stability was in corporate, it was in the 401k, it was in the comfortable job. And so I went to college, got the master's degree in finance because Stephanie, you can get a job in finance anywhere, right? And so, climb the corporate ladder, and by the age of 26, I'm making six figures in corporate. I'm in Germany. I'm in Spain. I'm living off the BlackBerry phone, and it was great um, until I realized, oh, I'm just not me anymore. I have this. I, I had met my then now husband, then fiance. We knew we wanted to have kids. He was working in um, in accounting and so or auditing. So he was working crazy hours, and we were like, what are we going to do here? And interestingly, I think God will realign you and take me with a grain of salt. If you're not a God person and you're a spirit person or universe, you know, insert that for you. So God stepped in and realigned me and my company was shut down where I live. And so you go through in your lifetime these moments that feel like losses or that feel hard or that feel dark, but those are actually when God is taking you and realigning you. And I always say now, like when I'm in a dark season, I'm on the cusp of the light. Like something big is coming. There's a miracle waiting for me and I'm being prepared. So that's what happened. That was the first time that that kind of happened for me. And I didn't know what was next. What am I going to do here? Like I could go back to corporate. I know I could be successful, but do I want to do that? Do I want to climb the corporate ladder? And before I could act, my mom came to me and said, hey, do you want to join this network marketing company with me? And like so many women that are ready to have babies, I was looking for an answer to stay home with them and still make money. How many of you are nodding your head right now? Stephanie, did that work for you? Because I'm looking for a way to stay home and make money with my babies. Okay, hear me. So I jumped into that. I'm like, this sounds great. And I saw the promo videos, the girls with the money and the fancy cars and working from home like from, for two seconds on their cell phone. I'm like, well, if she can do that. I can do that. So I jumped into this company within two years. I worked my tail off pregnant and busted my booty, and I climbed to the top 1% of this company. And I had the $50,000 bonus checks, the $17,000 months, the cars. I had the success, quote unquote, that I had been searching for. But what happened for me is that I let that success take over my worth. I let it become an idol in my life. Oh, you know. I am my rank. I am the dollars that I put into the bank. I am how, you know, my worth equals what I do. So I went into this dark space, and interestingly enough, God realigned me again. He was like, I taught her what she needed to know here in this phase. Let me like, this girl's stubborn, so I'm gonna have to come over in here and like shake her up for a minute. Because, you know, like other people like, oh, I you know, I prayed over it and God spoke and I stepped away from it. But I was like, no, I don't think you're right, God. I'm just going to keep going at this. You're, it's fine. I know better than you. And so I think so many of us struggle with listening to the the callings that we have or that we feel or we feel like something's not working, but we're fighting it with all of our being because what else can we do? It's comfortable for me. I don't know how to do something else, even though I'm passionate about something are you really sure I could do it? And our fear holds us stuck in that place and we don't take action on what we're being called to do. So that was me. I was like, I'm just going to stay here. And I kept working and working. And it became so bad that I became a full fledged workaholic, 6am, midnight vacations. I let my family fall second to this new identity that I had created of, I only am what I do. And so God stepped in for me and I think he had to realign me. And so it was now it's such a beautiful blessing looking back. But at the time, my whole life fell apart because for the first time I failed, quote unquote. And the team I had built started to fall apart because they wanted to go to the next best company. There were all these new companies. The leggings company was out and the nails and the, you know, the lipstick that wouldn't come off except without the acid, like you guys know, right? So they're jumping around and I'm like, I have to work harder than I ever have before. And so this whole, this whole um, truth that I had been sold of work so hard and eventually you won't have to work anymore, it wasn't playing out that way for me. And it wasn't necessarily the industry network marketing, which I do have things to say about that. Go listen to my podcast if you want to get into that. However, it was me. I had, if it wasn't network marketing, it was going to be something else because I had to learn the lessons that God needed me to learn so that I could come talk about it later. Anyway, I had a life crisis my business fell apart within a year we were our income was cut into a third thank god my husband had a very stable job and we were able to survive but we had spent money like it was raining dollar dollar bills and so the provision was gone and we had to borrow money from my son's savings account we had to sell my son's harley to pay the bills And this was the moment that I was like, this is rock bottom. I'm 60 pounds overweight. I have a newborn baby. My hormones are crazy. I don't love what I'm seeing in the mirror. I'm unhealthier than I've ever been before. I'm binge eating my feelings, Doritos and Netflix. And I'm just like, Jesus, take the will because I am lost right now. So long story short, I had to go through a rebirth. And the coolest part of this story is that in that moment, I was embarrassed I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to tell anybody I had failed because I am what I do. Um, I hid it from everybody. I kept lying on social media. I was lying to myself. And finally, finally, one day I just said, this is not the woman that God called me to be like, I'm done lying. Morally, this is wrong. I'm going to let go because maybe this isn't even what he wants me to do anymore. So I just let it all go. And for the first time ever, like releasing that control, And allowing the trust to step in is what transformed everything. So those of you that are in this season, here's what I did to solve this problem. I got a piece of paper out and I wrote down the woman I wanted to become, right? I'm like, okay, what does she look like? And I said, okay, she's healthy. She's excited. She's vibrant every day. She lives intentionally. She makes decisions based on what God has called her to do, not what she wants to do. Um, she spends time with her family. Her family is so important. She turns her phone off. She's not a slave to anything on this earth and she has no false idols. She's let it all go. She fully trusts. So I write all these things down and then I like stared at it. I'm like, must be nice to be her. Cause I'm like eating my Doritos, like whatever, must be nice. But what did I do? I decided to do one thing every day that that woman would do. So I invested in the best gym in town. I did not have $120 a month to go to the gym, best gym in town, but I did it because I said, if I do this, I'll go. If, if I spend the money we don't have on this, I will go. And I took the $200 that were left in the PayPal account. Y'all ladies know what I'm talking about. Husbands don't know about PayPal money, do they? And I met with a mentor who basically said to me, Stephanie, like, what is it that you loved about network marketing? I said, oh, empowering women and coaching them and helping them step into their truth and watching somebody light up when they realize they just did something that they've always wanted to do, but they were afraid. And they're like, why don't you just coach female entrepreneurs? Like you built a six figure 1% or business on Facebook, teach other people to do that. I was like, oh, like, where's that class at though? Like, how do I do that? (laughs) So that's where I first heard it. And it took me a year of therapy. Getting, back, getting my spirituality back on track, um, reprioritizing what really mattered to me, and reworking. I had to heal my heart, and I had to recognize that people love me for who I am and not what I do, and that's really difficult for us. I think as women and as mothers, we have this societal standard of serve and be and show up for everyone but yourself, and that's when you are worthy, and I call BS on that. So anyways, here I am. Three years after, since that breakdown, thank you very much. And I'm the woman on the paper. Like I got my health back. I got my mind back. I got my heart right. And when I did that, the miracles started to show up. My parents call me, hey, Steph, we have a free van. Do you want to use it for a year while you get out of your lease? I'm like, yes. Get a call. Hey, Steph, do you do consulting? We'll pay you, you know, these thousands of dollars a month. And I'm like, okay. Like all of the answers started to appear when I got out of the way, when I let go of the how. And so today, you know, I have, I have a community of hundred thousand women and I show up and I teach and mentor and, and help inspire them and coach them on growing a God-led business on my show. I do coaching. I have courses. I work three hours a day and I'm present for my kids. And it's just so cool to watch that, to know that you have the power to create and design the life that you want. Especially when you have children, you don't have to have this attitude of either or you can actually have it all.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And from this side on the outside, looking in like it, it's inspiring. I mean, it, it's like, it's, it's showing that there's another way then the hustle, 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 never getting anywhere, giving up even some of your morals or even chasing after things that you know won't satisfy. You are showing that there's a different way. And just by showing up as you, as your authentic self. Um, I, I want to just point out one thing that you said in, in what you just um, shared with us. You mentioned that it took you about a year to go through that journey of healing and figuring out what you want, what you're going to do, like you had that passion and you had the goal in mind, but it still took you that bit of time, that year to kind of go through that journey. So with that in mind, I'm wondering what kind of encouragement can you give to the listener who? is just at the beginning of that same journey, who has finally figured out what she wants to do and how God wants to use her, but she still has a lot of stuff she has to work through. And maybe that's kind of daunting or, or intimidating or discouraging. What kind of encouragement can you give her?
1: Yeah, it's so interesting because I just went through a season of being still, and it's against everything inside of me because I want to do. I want to serve. It's part of my personality. And, but I didn't quite know what was next or the direction or the how. And then, so I did a whole podcast episode on this recently. I think it's the most recent one that came out, like number 96 or so. Anyway, I then go to my Bible study this morning, and the whole message is you have to pray and then wait and then trust. So there's three components to taking action on something new. It's not just start doing it. Just go. You have this idea. Oh, I'm going to act on that idea because it'll make me money. Like how many of you, I totally was freaking out when the money wasn't there. I started an, I started a Amazon merch t-shirt store. This is true story, people. I started to design t-shirts. I am not a designer. Okay. It's so dumb. I made $2 in profit for every t-shirt that sold. I was so focused on this I mean, I'd spend hours a day designing the shirt. And my friend finally was like, what are you doing? Why are you creating t-shirts when you are called to be this coach and mentor? And I'm like, because I need to make a dollar, you know? And she's like, stop it. Go focus on what you've been called to do. And so we get distracted. We see Bobby over here killing it, slinging vacuum cleaners door to door. And you're like, well, maybe I should do that. Or maybe you say, I can only be successful in my job that I hate answering phones for customer service for minimum wage. Well, why are you still sitting there? Or why are you selling vacuums when you hate sales? I'll tell you why. It's because you are taking what other people are doing as your truth. And that is definitely not the way to be successful. So here's what you do. You have an idea. First, you have to filter through that idea. Is this my idea? Did I I come up with this? Did somebody else plant this in my head? or, Or did I really hear this from Holy Spirit? Is this a download for me to take action? So you have to discern what is truth and what is not. And then the second step is, okay, and that take journal and pray over that. And then the next step is, this is truth, okay? When do I act and what do I do? And so when you have that, I want you to ask God to make clear path that he wants you to take and sometimes I'm like God like just like put it right in front of me I am dense I am trying my best to hear you and I don't see it and when you don't have a clear yes or no answer it means not yet it means wait because when I finally hear those answers it ladies it is like booming clarity for so long I thought how do I show up in the world for these women is it blogging? Is it YouTube? Is it Facebook live? Is it copyright? I didn't know. And I kept trying to do, I'll try this. I'll try this. And doing was great. Cause it taught me a lot of lessons and how to create copyright, how to be confident on video and all of that. But I finally was like, God, the same 10 women are showing up on my lives. So I know I can touch 10,000 women. How can I scale? But I don't know. And I'm, I'm tired of trying. Just tell me what to do. And when I finally like stopped doing, And started waiting and started praying over it and trusting he's going to show me. He's going to show me. I know he's going to show me. I'm obedient to this call he gave me. I went to bed one night and I had the most vivid dream. And it's the closest I've ever been to like hearing Holy Spirit. And I went to sleep and I woke up and the the words were in my mind. Start a podcast. Mm -hmm. Clear direction. I went, I hear you. And like you wake up. And you're almost like lifted out of bed. You're so excited and you wake up with like 200 content ideas came out of my fingers in the next 30 minutes, 200 episodes. That wasn't from me. That was a call. That was a directive that I received. So if you aren't hearing those things, you're not waiting. You're not praying. You aren't getting yourself out of the way long enough to hear him. Okay. And then there are also moments in my life where I've been like, I've been waiting a really long time. I'm still praying, but I need to do something. So just do something in the wheelhouse or the direction that you want to go. And when you begin, God will realign you, right? Because blogging turned into YouTube, which turned into Facebook live, which turned into podcasting. So I'm glad that I took action. I should have been praying over it a lot earlier though, because I thought I knew the way, but actually he knew the way I could have started podcasting two years ago and been, but I may not have been ready. So my point here is you have to pray and then wait and then trust in his answer and do it even when it feels really scary and uncomfortable. I hope that that helps and, and know that the, the journey is long. Mm. Anything you want to do is not overnight success. Anything you're thinking about is going to be hard. You're going to fail before you succeed. You're going to feel like a failure before you feel like a success story. Someone's going to laugh at you before they pay you. But that's part of the process. That's how you get the strength and the confidence to really become something that you've been called to be.
0: Mm, Absolutely. Um, Tell me a little bit about your journal with God. Kind of tell me, how how does that work into what you've gone through and now what you're helping women do in their life?
1: Sure. So I, about this time of like the breakdown phase, and I knew I wanted to do what that woman on the paper was going to do. I started to have this morning routine. Actually, it was like midday routine. <laughs> like, oh, look, I found 10 minutes. I'm going to do this now. Now it's morning, like hardcore. I wake up at 6 every single day and I spend 30 minutes. But back then, I was still kind of a mess. I would do it whenever I found the time. And that's okay if that's where you're starting. I had three things. I would do prayer, which was journaling prayer. I felt like when I was writing down prayer, It was easier for me to capture it. And I also wanted to watch the miracles happen in my life. So I knew if I write these prayers down and I review them next year, I bet you so many of them have come true. But if you just verbalize them, you don't remember. So I started to write down my prayers and I had a journal for this. Then I started to write down gratitude because everyone said gratitude will change your life, which it did. But I was like, let me try this. So I started doing my gratitude. I'm thankful for this. I'm thankful for that. Had a journal for this. Then my third one, I had a journal for my actual like personal and business goal that I had every day. I call it your intention of the day because we're only one human being, and we only have capacity to do a couple really great things every day. We can do lots of little things, but what big thing do you want to do that day? What do you want to accomplish? How do you want to feel for that day? So I was writing these things down in three different places, and it was fine, except that I'd lose one journal and then it's like carrying them around going on vacation. I have three journals. I'm like, what if there was like one journal that for the Christian entrepreneur, she could do all of this in one place. And it was like a keepsake journal. It was light. She could take it with her anywhere that she goes and it really kept her mindset in the right space. And anyway, tabled that idea. That was like a year ago. And I met with a coach and that coach after like some self-discovery, just looked at me straight in the face and was like, why aren't you writing the book? I'm like, how does she know about the book? (laughs) I've never talked about that. I haven't even written it down anywhere. It was like this idea. I knew exactly what book God was trying to show me, and it was the journal. There's also a book book, okay? But that's potentially three to five years down the road. Yeah, we're going to let that one simmer for a while. But anyway, so the journal, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And I had the Holy Spirit. I just had the chills everywhere. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this was go. He had me wait for two years before he wanted me to take action on the journal. And I think it was because I didn't have the platform yet. I didn't have the right following because I didn't come out and pair Christianity with business mentorship until about like 18 months ago i was still living under i'm going to polarize people no one will like it everyone just wants to hear business tips nobody wants to hear what the bible has to say about success and money and business and and so i wouldn't have been ready nobody would have bought it because i didn't have the right audience so it's so cool to watch why he had you wait so anyway the journal was born after that i got off that call with that mentor i sat down at my computer and again Three days I had this journal built, and I'm not a designer. I'm like, who did that? That looks great. Sounds good. Did outsource the cover because I tried to create my own cover and I showed my husband, and he was like, so you might want to have someone else create the cover. I'm like, okay. (laughs) It was like so busted, but now it's beautiful. So in love with the journal, and it launched a couple of months ago. It's on Amazon, and it's so weird. So like, I have a tangible product that's mine. Like, this is mind blowing. And I will tell you guys, it wasn't that hard. So if you have like this call in your heart to be an author, or to create a journal, or to do um, a story, or write a book, you can self-publish. And it was so simple. It was. I have an entire episode coming out about it on my show. But there's that because a lot of people get scared about the how. Of their calling. And really the how is often the most simple part.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And since releasing the journal, what have you been hearing? Like what kind of feedback
1: have you been getting from
0: women about it?
1: You know, what's interesting. How many times have you guys bought into a system and you do nothing with it? Mm, yeah. Oh, I'm going to start the miracle morning. I read the book. I'm excited. And you do it for a day and then you keep snoozing that alarm and you, and you don't do it. And so what I found is that Probably 60% of people that have bought the journal haven't taken action. Mm. But the 40% that have, it's insane. Like they're in my Instagram stories every day, like sharing the journal and they're DMing me about how they're seeing miracles and um, provision flow in and how they finally, for the first time, are feeling in charge of their day instead of reactive to their day. And the feedback is so incredible. And I know that if women would start taking more action on changing their life instead of talking about changing their life. And if, if we would just decide to step into our power and become the woman on the piece of paper, we can actually do it. Thinking about it's never gonna make it happen. Wondering when it's never gonna make it happen. Scrolling Instagram and comparing yourself to everyone else that's doing is never gonna make it happen. So some tough love for those of you. And if I'm triggering you right now, you needed to hear that it's take action on what you want. That's the only way you're ever going to have the life that he has created for you.
0: Mm, Absolutely. I'm thinking right now about the women who are listening, who, you know, most of my listeners are moms um, and usually moms of little ones. So they're in that very beginning stages where a lot of it is about taking care of the child, the demands of motherhood. And And I know just from conversations I've had that a lot of women in this season feel stuck. They Mm -hmm. feel like they do have dreams and they do have gifts they want to use and they do have passions they want to pursue, but they feel so stuck in the season that they're in, whether it's because of just the demands of being a mom or because of their own fear. But just kind of walk me through like what would you say to a woman who is in that season and is feeling stuck but knows that God
1: has more for her? Yeah, I first want you to know that you are in your season on purpose, and it was in it took everything in my being. Well, I wanted to resist the season of motherhood, of young baby motherhood, because I'm an achiever, I'm a doer. I felt like, ugh, I like I'm, I'm drowning, I'm being smothered as horrible as that may sound, I know some of you will relate with me where it's like, mm. I have this dream and I want to do this dream, but yet here I am and we can't afford to put the kids in the daycare. So I'm home with them and someone just pooped on the carpet and I had a call and now I can't do it. And like, just give me the Netflix, like screw it. What time is it? Can I drink wine yet? Right. And just know that you got to let that go because while God placed the calling inside of you, he didn't then hand you children and say, still go do that calling and ignore your children, right? He said, take a moment, rest, breathe, be. And it doesn't mean stifle your dream, but it means recognize that there's a time and a place and a space for everything in your life. And we, you know, God willing, are going to be here for a long time. And I always was trying to rush success. I was trying to rush, uh, you know, making it or scaling to six figures so I could say that out loud or whatever it was, right? Losing the weight. So I'm going to do the fad diet. I'm going to take the diet pills. Like there's no shortcut to anything in life. So live into your season, live into your season because it's going to pass and then you're going to be upset. Like I read a book the other night then my son picked out. It was about the last, the last time you'll hold me in my crib, the last time you'll, hold, you'll put me on your hip, the last time we'll go to baseball practice. And I'm like bawling, like sobbing uncontrollably. And both my boys are like, are you okay? I'm like, no, I'm not okay. This is the last time we're gonna read this dumb book. But the point is that I look back and go, did I miss something? Did I miss all of these last Because I was so focused on the season I wanted to get to. So there's that first. Now, secondly, the second component of that question is that who were you before your babies? Because it's also easy to get lost in motherhood and then let go of the dream of the call and feel guilty because, oh, I can't go chase a dream Now I have these humans that need me. And if I go do something, I'm failing them or I'm not showing up for them or I'm a bad mom. And that you have to let go of as well because the woman you were before the children is still the woman that you are. But now, but now it's your responsibility to become her because your kids are watching. If I was stifling the call I have to get on my, my podcast and share and mentor and inspire and teach women, and my kids saw that, they'd see an angry, resentful, lost woman. But instead, they see a woman that's super positive and energetic and she loves what she does. And they're like, wow, look at that powerful woman that is my mother, right? And all of you have that capacity as well. So I want you to think about, Are you stepping into your fullest potential that you possibly can in the season that you're in? And if you're not, just make sure that you have plans for that. You can start tiptoeing in. I started writing blog posts while nursing. I had a baby on a boob and I'm typing out my blog with one hand. Like I was still able to pursue the dream, but I had to do it in timing that made sense with my kids. Does that help Jesse? Yes, it does. And it reminds me of a lot of, you know, my own journey of
0: starting this podcast and creating this ministry. I mean, that was born out of this season of motherhood. i had a 10 month old, I launched my first episode ever. And it was one of those things where I had to write episodes while nursing Mm -hmm. or while up in the middle of the night, not being able to sleep because the baby's crying. Like that was it, but it just took those little intentional actions and it, you know, created something beautiful. So I just, I love the wisdom that you're giving. And I know that, you know, for you, like you are such a go-getter. You're such an achiever and it's a beautiful thing to watch. And I love the way that you're inspiring women even. And one more thing that I want to ask you about, because I know that there are women who are listening right now who they have a dream of starting a podcast because I've been getting messages about it, you know, saying, you know, what do you use? Or I have this idea, but I don't know if it's worth it. So talk me through, like, you know, how did you come up with this course that you're now offering for potential podcasters and, and maybe even just kind of give a little tidbit of like, you know, how you can help them unlock whatever their potential is or to see if podcasting really is right for them.
1: Yeah. So like I said, I was showing up everywhere trying to figure out what is my, I knew I had a message. I knew I had something to share, but I didn't know how. And I tried everything, blogging, the long Instagram captions, Pinterest Pinterest has been phenomenal, okay? Let me we'll put a pin in that one. Pinterest is amazing. Um then I was like, oh, it's a video. And speaking of what you said, like I would do video you guys, and my kids would come in and literally throw a diaper across the room or my son every time would come in and be like, "I pooped." Or like talk about poop or how he clogged the toilet. And you know what the beautiful thing about that was? I never got angry with him, right? Because I see these moms and they get so reactive. They're like, get out. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. That's so embarrassing. I'm like, Nancy, calm down. Like we all have kids and I think we need to normalize allowing children to be part of our business. Like I had a coaching client yesterday and my son came in and wanted to say hi. I'm like, that's fine. Why is that bad? Why are we creating a barrier between business and raising our kids? Let's let them see that. Like my son saw me writing the book and then he said, I want to write a book. And I let him get on the computer and we wrote a book, The Lion and Something. I don't remember what it was. And we printed it and he had his own self-published book. And he was like so happy and obsessed about it. So that was my sidebar to you listening that are going, but can I build this with kids? Yes, you can. Because everyone else in the world, most people have children or dogs or a cat or something and they get you. It's fine. So there's that. Now podcasting. So when I heard start a podcast, everything clicked. I'm like, oh, I'm not scaling fast because I'm talking to her through the wrong venue. She's not watching YouTube. My mompreneur is making dinner, cleaning up poop, doing laundry at the gym, driving to pick up and drop off. She's listening. And that's when it was like my brain exploded and I'm like, holy smokes, audio is growing by 30% every year. Podcasting is the number one place to find free audio information podcasting is going to force me to show up every single week and be consistent. And we are only as successful as our consistency and our focus. There you go. There's your free tip for building a business. Mm -hmm. How consistent are you willing to be and how focused are you willing to be? And I wasn't consistent. I was on Facebook live once in a while whenever I got an open slot and my kids weren't going to like terrorize me, but podcasting, I could record it in my own time, publish them in a day and space that works for me i could show up braless and flawless let's get real i didn't want to put my makeup on every day i was so over that because that's just not who i am and i just didn't want to apologize for being who i was anymore and i just wanted to speak so when i sat behind the mic it was like magic and within six months the community had grown tens of thousands of women the revenue had exploded over 98 percent. Between coaching clients and the courses that I offered. And I kept getting people like you, Stephanie, how do I, they're seeing my success. So they were like, well, I want to start a podcast. I have something to say. My person is listening. And I'm like, okay. And I started taking clients, teaching them how to start podcasts. And before I knew it, that's all (laughs) the clients I was getting. Like everyone wanted to know how to start a show. How do I create the messaging? How do I create an episode that's going to keep them coming back for more. What should my categories be? How do you edit? How do you record? How do you monetize it? How do you make money from your show? And so they were paying me these hundreds of dollars per hour, Jesse. And I'm like, how can I make this easier for people? And I was like, Oh, hello. I'm obsessed with courses. I'm going to create a course. And this is actually my seventh course. So I knew how to create courses really well. I knew what people wanted in a course. And so I created Podcast Pro University and it was how to, how to go from idea to execution to monetizing a podcast. And it took them through all the tech because that's where people got stuck. What equipment? Where do I host? How do I edit? Should I outsource editing? How do I create the channel art? How do I get guests on my show? Where do we record? So like all of those questions were answered in there. The stuff I didn't want to talk about every day, right? So created this course and it was a win-win because she could buy it for way less than it would take for us to work together. And for me, it was 100% passive. And I'm a huge fan of passive income. If you don't have a course yet, you need to find me and talk to me because I want everyone to have a course based on what they know because the world is moving to an online form of information. And people don't want to go to a university anymore. They want to hop on their computer and learn something new. And courses are exploding just as much as podcasting. So that's when my course was born. And now we have so many incredible women launching shows, having success. I have a sisterhood community group where people share and they inspire and they mentor. So if you're looking into podcasting or if I just intrigued you, two things you need to do. Number one, take my quiz, which is, is podcasting right for you? Because it's not right for everybody. Okay. So you can find out, is it right for you? And that is at stephaniegass.com slash quizzes, stephaniegass.com slash quizzes. And then the second one I have is a webinar and it's 10 steps to podcasting. I answer all the questions that you have. Do I have time to podcast? How much does it cost to get into podcasting? How could I make this work for my brand? And that is at bit.ly slash 10 steps to podcasting, the number 10. So that would be a good place to start to see if podcasting could be what you've been searching for.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, That is some good wisdom right there. Just about, you know, you got to figure out if it's even right for you, but know where your listeners are going to be. You're right. In this season of motherhood, they're probably not watching videos. They're probably not sitting down reading full length blog posts, even they're listening. So I absolutely agree with that. Um, can you tell the listeners
1: where else they can
0: find you social media, your website and
1: your podcast? Yeah. So my podcast is called the mompreneur mastermind show anywhere you listen to shows and it is going to be faith led business mindset, um, inspirational training. I have amazing guest interviews as well. So come join us. And then my website is stephaniegass.com and you can find all the things there. So that's for sure a good place to check out free trainings that I have, all of those links I mentioned earlier. And then my handle on Insta is where I hang out. Go laugh at my stories because they are a hot mess and you will truly enjoy. To, this morning I was talking about how I found, hair, I found spray paint for my gray hairs. You guys, they have hair spray paint now for your gray hairs. I was like, this is amazing. So go join. Check out my stories. My handle is at Stephanie Gas.
0: Love it. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on today and just for giving your wisdom, but also giving so much hope and encouragement because I know that this can be an intimidating topic. This idea of chasing after success, pursuing what God's put on your heart, but you do it so beautifully and so vulnerably and just in a really great way for us to watch and be inspired by. So thank you again for coming on.
1: Uh, Thank you, Jesse. That just means so much to me.